Indeed, I exalt thee. That is the theme of the season, right? This is why we celebrate Christmas, to exalt Jesus Christ. Recognize that he has come in the form of a baby, humbled himself, taken on flesh for you and I. He was born. And that's the, that's the kind of cool thing about it because, you know, births, they bring about different reactions in different people. You can have the same birth with different responses. Take, for instance, this picture that's on the screen right now, the birth of Simeon. You see his older brothers, they're happy about it, but my baby girl is completely upset, crying her eyes out, because that's what it is. The the birth of any child brings about different reactions from different people, and such is the case with Jesus Christ. His birth brought about a response. And I love, we can start over, we good. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it, I heard it lingering. <laughs> you see angel dive across the <laughs> I heard it crinkling, you know, like somebody opened a bag of chips. And no, I saw good, bro. Ooh, that wasn't even a minute. Ooh, we, ooh it's about to be 10 minutes, sir, man. It's about to be all. Nah, it ain't going to be 10 minutes. <laughs> See, that, that's somebody's walking in the spirit right there. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that's somebody, she close to Jesus. She is close to Jesus. You're going to get a text from Angel like, don't ever say that again. Don't ever say that again. We're going to be up in church for four hours. Come on. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's up in this thing. You just waiting on me to start? Jed, are we ready to go still? We're good to go? So you waiting on me? We're good. <laughs> Indeed, I exalt thee. This, this is the theme of the season, right? That we exalt Jesus Christ, the one who has taken on flesh, came in the form of a baby, was born for you and I. We have no one else to exalt but Jesus Christ. He was born for you and I. And that's the thing about births, right? Like, a birth can bring about different responses in different people. Take the birth of my son, Simeon, the, the picture that you're seeing on the screen right now. His three older brothers, oh, they're ecstatic. But his older sister, she's not having it, screaming, wailing, because that's just that's the thing about it. Like, births bring about different responses in different people. And such was the case with Jesus Christ. So let me ask you at the outset, what is your response to the birth of Jesus Christ? How do you respond to the fact that the Savior is born? Because don't get it twisted, you all. Like, 
There is no neutral response to God taking on flesh. There is no neutral response. And I I love the scriptures because the, the scriptures paint for us four responses to the birth of Jesus Christ. And they're, they're soon after. We see it right after Jesus Christ is born. But none of them are neutral. And such is the case with us. The first response we see in Matthew chapter 2. Let's just call this first response human wisdom bows to true wisdom. In the account in Matthew chapter 2, we have the wise men. Now you have to understand in Jesus' day, the, the wise men were revered. People would travel for miles around to to get some wisdom into their life and death situations. And oftentimes, the wise men were worshipped. And as a sign of of gratitude, people would bring their gifts to the wise men and and lay them at their feet. So you you have to get this great reversal in Matthew chapter 2. Here you have the wise men, but... You don't have people traveling far to the wise men. You have the wise men traveling far to see Jesus. You don't have people bowing down and worshiping at the feet of the wise men. You have the wise men bowing down and worshiping at the feet of Jesus. You don't have people bringing the wise men gifts. You have them bringing gifts to Jesus. Because when Christ was born, They understood that all their human wisdom, all their learning, all their knowledge, it had to bow at the feet of Jesus. All of their worldly wisdom all of a sudden understood there is someone otherworldly here, and we must bow at his feet. So the first response is simply bowing taking all of who we are and bowing at the feet of Jesus. Is that your response this morning? The second response we find in the exact same chapter in Matthew chapter 2. We're going to simply call this response, only one can sit on the throne. We find that response with, with King Herod. Now, King Herod had a slightly different response than the wise man. King Herod understood that there's only room for one king on planet Earth. There's only room for one to reign and to rule. And King Herod said, it is me. So get this, in Matthew chapter 2, he was willing to destroy his whole kingdom just so he can remain on the throne. Now let me ask you this morning, you know, What King Herod did by, you know, murdering all the boys to and under, by searching out Jesus Christ. Now, that was was very extreme. But I think in a matter of speaking, maybe not in magnitude, but I think in degree, you and I have similar responses to a new king showing up on the scene. I wonder if it's the posture of your heart to say to Jesus Christ, you know, Christ, there's only room for one ruler in this household. There's only room for one ruler in this marriage. There's only room for for one ruler in my education, and that ruler is me. So we might not go to the extent that Herod went to, but y'all, I think in a lot of ways, we sort of have the Herod heart in us that we truly get there's only room for one king on the throne. So let me ask you, is that your response 
to Jesus Christ being born. Like, hey, Christ, I get it, but I'm in control of my own life. And what are you willing to go through so that Christ is not the king of your life? Are you willing to destroy everything around you just so Jesus Christ doesn't reign and rule in your life? Are you willing to destroy everything just so you don't bow in humble submission to him? How many of you right now are saying, you know what, I'm going to follow Jesus Christ when? I'm going to fully surrender to Christ after I do this. I'm going to give my whole heart and whole life over to Christ after fill in the blank. Is that your response to Christ being born that? You recognize him as king, but you truly don't want to submit. There's a third response that's recorded for us in Scripture. And let's just call this third response, we need to see Jesus now. This response is recorded in Luke chapter 2. I'm going to cover two phrases in Luke chapter 2, looking at verses 15 through 20. The first phrase is this. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. And then the second phrase is this. They hurried off. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. And then they hurried off. This was the response of the shepherds. These brothers were in a hurry to see Jesus Christ. They were not passing gold. They were not collecting $200. They realized that God had taken on flesh. The Messiah had come, and they were excited and hurried and ran off to see Jesus Christ. So let's pause right there for a moment. Have you ever been that desperate to see Jesus? Have you ever been that excited to behold the face of Jesus Christ? I mean, this was the response of the shepherds. I don't care what's going on. We need to see Jesus Christ right now. Is is that your response to Jesus Christ coming for you? I mean, after Christ has made himself open and available to all of creation, this is the good news for all people that Christ was born for you. Is this your response? Like, I need to see Jesus Christ right now. I need to run to him. I need to be with him. It doesn't matter what's happening. I need to see Jesus Christ. Is that how you're responding to the birth of Jesus Christ? There's another response recorded for us. It's it's right in that same location in Luke chapter 2. Let's just call this next response, it is well with my soul. I love this response. We, we see the account of, of Simeon here. And when Simeon knew that Jesus Christ was born and he saw him in the temple, Simeon simply said, I can die in peace now, for I have seen the salvation of Israel. Man, that's a glorious response, brothers and sisters. There, there's only one thing, brother, let me change that. There's only one person who can give us this type of surety in life and death, and that is the person of Jesus Christ. Like, hey, Christ is here. I'm good to die now. Because I don't know what stage of life you're in, brothers and sisters, but 
you know, death is coming for all of us. Unless Jesus Christ comes back first, death is coming for all of us. And what type of assurance do we have that we can enter death rightly? Simeon knew. Simeon said, I've seen Jesus, and and now, Lord, I I, I can die. There's this old question. They they call them catechism. This is the Heidelberg Catechism. And they ask this profound question, which I think every single one of us ought to be asking. Here's the question. What is your only comfort in life and in death? What is it? What is your only comfort in life and death? And in death, the catechism goes on to answer that question for us. It says this, that I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Is that our response? That man in life and in death because of Jesus Christ, I can die, I can live, whatever it may be, Jesus Christ has come. Just just one more response. And I think they're, they're sort of playing off one another in Luke chapter 2. You have this brother named Simeon, and then right after Simeon, you have this sister named Anna. Let's call her response, I have to tell someone. I love that Anna was, man, she was bad. She was this prophetess in Scripture. The Scriptures tell us that her husband had died a long time ago, but that didn't stop her from serving Jesus. She was in a temple day and night, over 80 years, serving the Lord, and she got to see Jesus Christ. And her response was, was like, I, I got to tell somebody. And the scriptures record for us, this is what the text says, that she was going to tell Israel that their redemption is here. Then that's remarkable. I wonder what she said. Your redemption is here? I wonder what she said to the people like, hey, you can stop looking. Jesus Christ has come. You can stop searching. The Savior is here. Look no further. Our redemption is right here and is found in the person of Jesus Christ. See, I love the two responses of Simeon and Anna. Simeon's like, I can die now. Anna's like, I got to live because I got to tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Is that your response to Jesus Christ being born for you? I can't hold it to myself. I have to proclaim this good news. Now, if you're noticing in, in all the responses, one of the responses was not like the other one. You remember the Sesame Street song, one of these things is not like the other? Well, one of those responses is, is totally different. That's the response of Herod. That, hey, only Christ can be king, but I don't want him to be. I need to be king. If that's your response, man, I petition you now. Submit your heart and life to Jesus Christ. You are not the right ruler of your life. Jesus Christ is. And those other responses from the shepherds to the wise men to Simeon and Anna, oh, oh, I pray that that's your response this morning to Jesus Christ being born for you. We're we're right on the, the hinges of the new year should the Lord tarry. 
We're getting ready to enter 2022. And I pray, brothers and sisters, I pray, Redemption City Church, that you would move in and out of one of those four positive responses. Maybe it's bowing down in submission. Praise God. Maybe that's January 1st. And then maybe on January 2nd, you're like, I need to see Jesus this morning. I have to run to him. I need to be by him. Praise God. And then maybe on January 3rd, you're like, Lord, I, you know, life is short. I, I can die because my only comfort in life and death, I've seen Jesus and that is enough. Then maybe on January 4th, your response is like, Anna, like, I can't keep this to myself. I got to tell somebody. And then you sort of rinse and repeat for the remainder of your days, moving in and out of those responses to Jesus Christ. Because let me end like I started. The birth of Jesus Christ, God becoming man, taking on flesh, it demands a response. What will your response be to the birth of Jesus Christ? Let me pray for us as we close. Lord, I thank you that Jesus Christ has come. I thank you that the true king is here, the true wise man is here. The one who gives us comfort, the one that we run to, the one who opens up our mouths for him. Oh Lord, may we respond and respond again in the appropriate fashion. Oh Lord, tune our hearts to worship Christ. Tune our hearts to respond to Christ. We pray these things in the only name in which we can pray them, the name that took on flesh and came for us, the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen and amen. We'll see you in person on January 2nd. Redemption City Church, you are loved.